How you doing, Chuck? Uh, fine, I guess. I guess we're going to start this episode here. We don't really have a clip to come in on. I'm feeling fantastic. <laughs> hey, I'm feeling pretty Let's good. Start myself. off with, a t- with a, the top summer hit of the summer of 1998. Let's do that. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. I've got it all queued up here because I've always got this song queued Kick up. Kick it. Rise for the national anthem. <laughs> Hope they have the talking uh, I was lying on the grass a Sunday morning of last week, indulging in myself to feet. <laughs> my mind was thugs, I'll least the bugs. Those people can see us. I'm doing the bugs. Starting the lawn mower. Now the fuzzy staff and I'm going shopping. Impaired my tribal units. Read the book. <laughs> And of course you can't get that shit out of here. That's the Matumbo. Yes, it is. God, I need to bring that back. I know. Not today. For me, if you steal my sunshine, making sure I'm not in too deep. If you steal my sunshine, top hit of the summer, 1998. That's Len with Steal My Sunshine here on WPFR. It's Big Dookie with the Snatch. <laughs> I suppose I'm the Snatch. You're the Snatch. Well, I'm Big Dookie. Yeah. <laughs> Big Dookie and the Snatch. Big Dookie and the Snatch. the Snatch. I like how she spelled out L-A-T-E-R. Yeah. We got a female Lynn. You know who I'd like to see a super group of? When? Uh, hold on, hold on. Um, LFO. Yes. 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 <laughs> Muy simpatico. Uh, OMC. Yes. <laughs> How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> oh my God, it's LFO, OMC, and Lynn all together. How bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> and then nobody ever gave a fuck tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, oh, yeah, 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 tour. Yeah. Oh, those, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Those guys tour. New, new radicals on the side stage. <laughs> Hey, don't fucking talk to you about the new radicals. That they'll, great? They'll, they'll kick your ass in. Yeah, they... <laughs> <laughs> fucking hippies with their fisherman hats. That's a great song. It though. is a great song. Anyway, episode 159 of uh, the World's Greatest Podcast, Blue Report Radio, slash the Don Blanken. The Don Blanken ship experience. I like that land. You know, land is really ahead of their time as far as music goes. They had two lead singers, one female, one male. Yeah. They had pomegranates. <laughs> That's a reference that only one person is going to get. Pomegranates. Yeah, pomegranate. They look like pomegranates. Uh, <laughs> there's a guy in, in, in a uh, in a uh, Bright Eyes album, and he's like has him talking throughout the album, and it sort of sounds like this. And he talks like talks about pomegranates. He looked like a pomegranate. But only one person that listened to this is going to get this reference. What an odd fruit. Yeah, it is a weird fruit. Anyway, it's, it's me, fucked the, up the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roller, the Sultan of Slits, the Godfather of Gash. Is that a kiwi? <laughs> you know, I hate furry fruit. <laughs> and we're joined by Cotton Hill. How you doing today, <laughs> Cotton Hill? I killed 50 men. How do you feel about your uh, your son, uh, Hank? Well, G.H.? Or BH, good Hank or bad Hank? 
Uh, good Hank. Good Hank's a good boy. What about Batman? He Hank? was a dripping witch child, though. <laughs> How do you feel about Peggy? Pe- Hank's wife? Yes. She's got big feet. <laughs> How do you feel about Bobby? That's my Bing Bing. Your Bing Bing. What about Lou Ann? God rest her Missy soul. Melons? <laughs> now, does, does Lou Ann die if they bring it back? Is she dead? Since the woman that voiced her is dead? Yeah, it was Brittany Murphy, right? Yeah. Uh, they might get somebody to try to do the voice. I'm sure they could find somebody. They could find somebody. But then they would have to do a nod to it. Like, yeah. Or just give her a completely different voice. Like, hey, it's Lou Ann, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Make her trans. But no, think about it, though. Uh, that couple, Lucky and Lou Ann, are both dead. Oh, Tom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom Petty. Oh. Yeah. How do I? Shisha, pocket sand. Joined the old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. He's, of course, the white Samoan, the uh, vanilla gorilla, the first black man to ice skate backwards on the Kanawha River. He's the umbrage taker. (laughs) By God, King, it's the umbrage taker. Umbrage taker. (laughs) We need to think of a funny name for Paul Bearer instead of Paul Bearer. God damn it. <laughs> That's been the next hour of thinking about that. <laughs> we're, the, we're the most clever podcast for nothing around here, folks. Uh, anyway, it's right before the uh, unofficial start of summer. It's almost Memorial Day. Yeah. Which is incidentally my birthday. Really? Yeah. You'll be 76 years old. That's right. Don't look a day over 75. What a time to be alive, huh? What a world. What a world. In a word. I always used to look forward to it, but dreaded at the same time, because that's when I drank really heavy, like in years past. Hey, let's get shit hammered on your birthday this year. Yeah, let's throw away, let's just fuck, throw away fuck seven it. years fuck of it. sobriety. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Let's eat sausage. Let's get fecked. Look at this. Now, here's your heart. It's actual size. <laughs> here's a layer of pork fat, a layer of beef fat, and right there is a whole egg. <laughs> Fuck it, let's just get get blitzed, do some uh, butt chugging, we'll get some vodka and, and uh, Yeah, if it's it not going down my throat, uh, it doesn't count. You're not drinking. Right. You're, it's not hey, drinking. Hey, I, th- I, I, I think I found a way around we this. We found a loop-de-loop hole, my friend. Only took seven years. Only took seven years for me just to mention butt chugging. I mean, I was drinking Listerine in the whole nines. Listerine. Nobody's ever made that joke. Wonder what the what glycerine has to do with that song. I don't. I don't. I don't like Bush. I never did. I like a few of their songs. I like. I liked everything. Zan was an alright song. Fucking come down was a great song. They were just, dude. Being serious right now. I don't really care for Bush. I never Come did. On. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can't believe you never. Oh, shit. I didn't notice your brand new T-shirt, sir. It's not really that brand new. It's I pretty wore, good, though. I wore it the other day <laughs> to the movie. Did you? Yeah. That's wrong. What the fuck? There it Bush is. came back spitting hot bars. <laughs> Some of this didn't get you going in All right, 1996. That's a good song. 1996. That's a good song. Uh, huh. Half past three, quarter to the hour. 
no wait, that's 340. <laughs> Gavin Ross still. There's a dude that was getting poon. Fucking kidding me? Yeah. He was getting the best poon. I think she's the think uh, Gwen Stefani's From the that best. era? Yes. Better than Courtney Love? Better than Melissa Oftermauer, the bassist for Hole? Nah, yeah, she cranked me up, man. I'm telling you what. Yeah. She got me going. What about Darcy? Oh, Darcy? Yeah. From the Pumpkins? Yeah. The Pumpkins? The Pumpkins. She got me going, too. But then Melissa Oftermeyer went over and played with the Pumpkins after, Did she? after Darcy got kicked out or quit, which it, whatever happened. I thought, but didn't they get back together? Didn't Darcy come back? I think she did. Then she quit again and or got, or got fired. Man, I could just go through the hits. Is she an addict? I'm not. I don't think so. I think Billy Corgan is a power addict, to be quite honest. Well, I mean, he's got that whole. Uh, well, he's from Chicago, so Chicago. Yeah, him and Eddie probably. I wonder if they knew each other when they were kids. Yeah, I don't know. It's a big city. I mean, Jimmy Chamberlain's there from from there too, isn't he? Yeah. Pretty sure the whole band is from at least the area. James Ehos, he strikes me as a Sacramento type guy. He does look like a Sacramento type guy, and I've never been to Sacramento to know this, <laughs> but he just seems like he's from Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> He's like really pleasant and Asian. Yeah, I mean, handsome guy. He's in the. Um, he's in the. Uh, he's in the uh, fucking perfect circle now, right? Or he he started out. He he was in it originally. Like that's I guess he's one of the original members. I think. No, no, he did come on later. Put on a hell of a show, Neil sir. Bush. Perfect circle and Tooler at Rock on the Range. Yeah. Have you ever seen him? No, I mean I've seen fucking videos. amazing. Which you like better, Perfect Circle or Tool? Tool. Let's make a comparison. How about that? Or um, what's the name of the band that Maynard was in? That Pucifer. Did, no, the other one from the Green Jelly. Yeah, the early eighties. That was very, he was in that for a very brief period. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's. Uh, we're gonna have to do this. This is a through, great song, huh? We're gonna have to do this through YouTube. Not a big for, fan. All right, that's a good. Song. Yeah. I, I take it back. All right, Bush is okay. All right, I'm gonna play you. I'm gonna find more. I want to make this tool uh, perfect circle comparison. Well, you make that comparison. I'm just gonna keep convincing you about Bush. <laughs> ah! I'm gonna play you my favorite uh, tool song. More Bush. Warm this is a great song. Feet. Yeah, it really great. kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm completely al- reversing position. I'm not on this. saying their full albums are great. Yeah, but the shit that they put I'm willing on the to. Radio, I, I'm I'm reversing my position on this. I agree. They are a good band. And uh, yeah, I'm not saying their full albums are great, but the shit that they put out and this shit right here. Oh! Why'd you break my heart, Sarah? Is a real <laughs> fucking angsty song in there. Yeah. All right. Now let's see you who you like. Out. He no. like better because I don't. No, think- I was, I'm practicing my DJ skills. I'm oh. gonna fade it out and I'm gonna fade your shit in. Okay. Start pull, press play on yours. There's an ad. Yeah. Those sons of bitches. For, and it's a tool song. I mean, where, I, the tool is really. From where you know, I signed up for YouTube Red, then canceled it, I still have like a couple weeks left where there's no ads on anything. Oh, neat. Yeah. Love to try some. That was pretty smooth. It was. And there's this tool of perfect circle. This is tool. This is off Anima. Stink Fist. Love the name. It's a great song. 
Um, probably, it is my favorite Tool song. It's got a nice build. Right now it feels like I'm getting electrocuted. There it is. Wait, this actually isn't my favorite Tool song. This is my second favorite Tool song, but it's a great song. It, it's very, it, it's very demonstrable for our needs. Um, Wait till the chorus. I wonder if Perfect Circle writes their shit the same way that Tool does. Because I've Perfect Circle sounds a lot like Tool. I mean, they. Well, I mean, it's going to be hard not to sound a little bit because right. Maynard's so distinct. Right. But um, I've told you about how they, the band members all write everything, arrange everything. And then he comes it's in and does perfect. the lyrics. Yeah. And then he comes in and spends a couple months doing the lyrics for everything that they've done. Were you a big. I mean, I was one of the Tool. Acolytes, like I was fucking I, into it, man. But that is a very dude. They're very uncomfortable band to really get into. I never really. I mean, I didn't dislike them. It's just not. They weren't in my periphery. Well, they're just so. It's so dark. It's it's it, the subject matter is really fucking depressing, and you know. And then okay. Um, here's a good. Per- here's the probably the most recognizable Perfect Circle song. Um, shit. Trying to th- you're trying to think of it, right? Oh, damn it. I'll just type it in. It'll be the first one that comes up. Is it So Long and Thanks for All the Fish? Because that's, that's their a, new one. That's actually a song from... Uh, that is so fucking weird, because that's my one of my fa- uh, favorite things this week. Is it Judith... Judith is a great song, but it's not. That's not the one I'm looking for. Three Libras. Three Libras. Give it. Throw it. Throw it up there. From Murder Noms. So already considerably different. I'm sure they probably write it in a different way. Than well, they were. I mean, they had a violin player. Uh, Pause. I think was her name. Um, Again, I've seen them both in concert. I saw Perfect Circle twice. I saw Tool once. Both tremendous fucking live shows. Like, very... A lot of stuff going on. Really cool shit. Tool concert was pretty disturbing. Like, it had a bunch of imagery and just... Did Maynard face away from the crowd the entire time? No, he didn't this time. He, but he like, painted his face, and he had on a like hair... Like Warrior. <laughs> God, I wish. That'd have been fucking awesome. Come back, he's just got fucking shaking the ring. He set up a ring, and he so he can shake it. Did you ever notice that the... That, it never occurred to me, but the Ultimate Warrior gimmick is an Indian Native American gimmick. It is. I never... It never occurred to me. Was, he, uh, he looks vaguely Native American. Like, he's... Well, he looks like he's on steroids. Well, I mean, that's not looks. He looks like, like he, he was on steroids. He looks like the greatest Native American to ever live. Well, he looks like a Native American god, like yeah. an American god. Like he would be the representation of. But you know, in that he'd probably be beaten and fucking kind of. He'd have scars. Yeah, he'd actually know how to work. Right. Well, I'm that, saying though, I, I'm saying that the, the the Christian God and all the other gods have pushed him aside. So, I love the concept of that. It's such a good book. I never did watch the show. This is a little bit more palatable than. Um, Tool is. It's not disturbing like Tool. But Tool wasn't always like that. I'm going to play you an early, uh, one of the first Tool songs when they were first. And it's just kind of a groover. Alright. Kind of a groover. You got it? Yep. 
again, very bass-driven. They're extremely bass-driven band, even when they first started. It's a great opening to the song, too. And it's a very short song. Fucking good, man. I can see this being a, being a walkout song for a fighter. This was on uh, Opiates, actually, which was the EP. What's the name of this song? Hush. Fuck yourself. Love the lyrics. Fuck yourself. Piece of shit, why don't you just go kill yourself? (laughs) This is basically telling them, uh, like... Whoever that they can sing whatever they want to play, they can you know t- basically telling fans who were like they actually have a song where a fan was like they were getting he, they, I don't know if they're all doing coke together because quite frankly I don't know if Matt Maynard was ever a cokehead probably not I mean, he, I mean he, not the type I don't know he's probably done it he probably has but I, I don't think he's he doesn't seem like an addict type guy like he's I mean now he has like weird restaurants and he he uh wine he winery wine, and. Yeah. He brings a jiu-jitsu coach with him everywhere he goes. So I thought he was Savate. No, it's jiu-jitsu. Hmm. So he has somebody to strangle or be strangled by, I guess. Neat. Yeah. Dana Carey is in this. I think... Or Danny Carey. I thought it was Dana Carey. Danny. No. I mean, that's what all... Every... every You know, it's weird. Every drummer knows every drummer's name. Like, every drummer that, you, that I've ever played with can name every drummer for every band that's ever existed. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's a camaraderie, brotherhood. I can't really do that. Well, you weren't a drummer. Well, I can't really. I play guitar and sing. Right. Well, ba- I, I would bet you bassist could do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because guitarist is a lot of people. Whittling it down, there's probably fewer bass players than guitarists. There's usually two guitarists in each band. Right. And probably fewer drummers than, than the other two. You know, because yeah. drums are fucking hard. So. I'm not saying that the other art instruments aren't. I'm just saying that drums are. To be a good drummer is difficult. I mean, yeah, because you're doing four things at once. Yeah. I tried it. I sucked. I was terrible. Um, my daughter, she can play. Annie can play. She hasn't done with her feet yet, but she's with her hands. She's really good. So she's in well, a get marching the, band. Um, one one summer, uh, I had a band and they kept the. Uh, I had, we had a practice space at my parents' house. And they just kept the we everybody just kept their shit there until we had a gig. Mm-hmm. So uh, every day I'd go up and I'd just play the drums for a while because it's a thing that I haven't really ever fucked with. And I got to where I could keep a beat a little bit, but I wasn't doing anything cool. And it feels no, but I, I was I was just keeping a beat. It wasn't right. it wasn't good, but but I could move my feet. I just I've never that is one. I was always in my family with my brothers. Always odd man out. I, I couldn't. I wasn't. Uh, well, we we kind of. Well, no, that's true. But um, well, no, I wasn't a bad looking guy. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean, that's that's a thing. I, I always down myself, but I wasn't bad looking. I just didn't. What happened? I mean, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Male pattern baldness. That's what. <laughs> Uh, cake. That's what happened as well. <laughs> Meanwhile, your brother's walking around with a fro. Like, I know, fuck, fucking big bushy, fucking just looks like looks like he's from the seventies. I know, god, giant, godlike. Um, but they were both somehow musically like inclined. Both Bradley and play, <laughs> <laughs> but they were both musically inclined. Bradley more than Ben. Ben was 
Ben was musically inclined, don't get me wrong. But compare Bradley to anybody, and you're going to be less musically inclined than him. I mean, virtually. Not anybody, anybody, but, you know, a, a large percentage of people. <coughs> I don't even think I'm musically inclined. But my sister was. She played. She's probably the best piano player I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I don't mean the best piano player that's ever lived. I'm just the one, best one I've ever been in the same room with and heard, right. heard play. But I've not been around and seen a lot of really great piano players either. So. Well, the Keenans. She probably sucks shit now. <laughs> she's probably terrible. Because <laughs> she doesn't play anymore. Yeah. She's 150 years old. And she doesn't do shit. <laughs> um, but the Keenans are always like uh, again. This is. One of those things where people roll their eyes, but the the Irish are a musical group, and we did that is a thing. Like Keenan Family Unions were always musical. Yeah, we had, we always had uh, at least two or three guitars. Well, Appalachian and, people in general. Yeah, I we mean, had two or just, three guitars, a couple mandolins, and a banjo. And well, that's all. I mean, virtually, but bluegrass and and especially Appalachian music is Irish music. That's what it is. I mean, it's corrupted, as in not worse, but discorrupted, as in it's gone through a change you know it's but um but anyway i tried i really tried i wanted to be good at an instrument i was just not good i mean it's one of those few things that i didn't pick up after just you know a modicum of of effort like sports i picked up i was good uh drawing i was good at that uh, writing from the beginning was r- really good at that i i you know i, I was but yeah, it's just I wasn't good, and it drove me drove me nuts. Like, and my and my cousins too, Eric and Todd, who had a, a band with Ben and Bradley, also very good musicians. You know, and I just wanted what was that band called. Uh, well, first was the Static Bastards. That's a great name. It is. It really is. And then Eric and Todd as good as this. In the summer. <laughs> no. <laughs> R.I.P. Rich from LFO. P. Rich, that's his name. R.I.P. He's dead. What happened? This motherfucker got cancer. Incurable cancer when he was like 25 and died. That's terrible. And he deserved it because he made music like this. Yeah, I gotta be honest. Uh, what are you gonna do? I mean, you used, uh, you used Scooby Snacks as a fucking. Uh, Scooby Doo Wop and Scooby Snacks. <laughs> what were the other guys in LFO? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to an old friend and she said uh, <laughs> We were Because I, 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 I Did I send you the picture Of uh, well, I was uh, squatting yesterday And was not doing well at all But then Backstreet Boys I want it that way Yes came oh, on So I, uh, I I added 20 pounds And did it easily You know Because of the charge I got it from it And she's like And she said Oh my god I forgot B2K Until just now I was like yeah now I remember it. You're dead to me. <laughs> D2K. B2K. B2K. Yeah, they were like a. Is that a different thing? I think. I think it is. Huh? And this is this is what gave you the power. Did you stand? Did you stand by the squat rack and lift up a 45 and say, "I have the power"? I did, and there was like a there was like a house cat, and I pointed it. Like a, <laughs> but since it wasn't a just a another smaller, weaker, more cowardly tiger, it just turned into kind of like a bobcat and scampered off. <laughs> I tried to put a saddle on it, but it just wasn't happening. <laughs> oh shit! Was this, this is also summer '98, I think. '90s were a great time for music. Oh, they were. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That's a good song. <laughs> this is a great song. <laughs> 
This is one of those ones that's just objectively good. Like, yeah. if you heard name a rock singer, fucking Glenn Hansard doing this song acoustic, you'd be like, man, yeah, what a song. Yeah. <laughs> I bet I could find somebody doing a good version. All that, yeah, that pop stuff is objectively good music. I mean, it's just, it just, they, they just smack you in the face with it. It's like a fucking, it's like a dick. They just keep it in the face with it. Like, suck this dick. And you're like, I don't want to suck it. If I, if I suck the dick, will you just get it out of my face? You no, know, and then they just, well, suck it more. I mean, and you're like, well, <laughs> I'm already sucking it, so. <laughs> I got to suck something. <laughs> <laughs> Quit being a faggot and suck that dick. <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to mention him. Oh, he's persona non grata. He's uh I love that. <laughs> I mean he's an evil, evil man. You know what he did? He asked women if he could jerk off in front of them, and if they said yes, do you know what he did? He jerked off in front of them. And if they said what no, a, what a monster. And if if they said no, do you know what he did? What? He apologized and walked away. What a monster I know He should be burned at the stake He's as bad or worse Than uh, Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein Speaking of monsters You ever seen Monsters Ball? No Oh, you've never seen Billy Bob Thornton Rail Halle He's actually fucking her It really seems like Yeah, it. that's what everybody thinks Mama of. feel good That's what she sounds like, like Mama feel good Mama mom Norton. God <laughs> Somehow I don't think Howie well, Berry sounds played, like that at all She does in that movie Oh, she's southern in that Yeah, she's Yeah, it's in fucking Louisiana, I think I didn't know till recently That We're jumping around here But I, let's just roll with it that the Dukes of Hazzard was set in Georgia. Yeah. Did you just assume it was Kentucky like me because there's a yes. Hazard County? Yes. Kentucky. Apparently there's a Hazard County, Georgia. Because they were like in Atlanta. I was like, they really drove far to do this. <laughs> they really, they have a really wide territory to run their moonshine. You think they'd break it up into smaller groups? I got to tell you, though, that, uh, that fucking Daisy Duke. Holy oh, shit. God. God, she's a good looking woman. I mean, Somebody call my mama. About to whoop somebody. <laughs> the best Which game. Backstreet Boy are you? I mean, let's well, let's let's make the. Would uh, you be JC Chazé? You think? No, he's in NSYNC. I'm sorry. I would be the most nondescript one that just kind of got tagged along for the ride. You'd be the bass. Yes, the guy that sings bass. I, I'd be the Joey Fatone of, uh, which is literally fat one yeah, smushed together. Exactly. Isn't he, I, I think he's gay too. I have no idea. Sort of looks like it though. Well, he's, and, but it, you know what I like about him though? They can't have two two gay dudes in in sync. The other guy, Lance Bass, is the homo too. Big old queer. <laughs> hey, did you notice that? Oh, oh Deadpool too. Well, we he, haven't gotten to that yet. Okay. We're still running around <laughs> about <laughs> random shit. Okay, Feeling um, time this week, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. I need to show you something. Okay. You say what you were going to say. It's going to take me a minute to find it. Um, you know, Summertime Girls got it going on. Something about something in a hip-hop song. LFO. Anyway, R.I.P. Rich from LFO. Motherfucker went and Chinese food makes me sick. sick. Fuck you. <laughs> well, if you eat too much of it, I mean... Some Mugu guy pan. Go ahead and with whatever you were bladder. saying. I gotta, it take, it's going to take me a minute to find this. No, I was saying that uh, in, the, in the Deadpool... Uh-huh. Two. Did you notice that they uh I think acknowledge the fact that he that he threw out a bunch of uh homophobic slurs in the first movie by making uh Negasonic gay and then her her calling him an intolerant son of a bitch. I don't see I don't remember the first movie as well. He as called you, Colossus apparently. a big uh 
a uh, big chrome cock gobbler and all kinds of stuff. So, <laughs> so they they stopped the uh, the uh, the homosexual slurs then. Yes. Um, there's a comedian. His name is Kyle Dunnigan, and he takes filters and puts uh, puts people's uh, faces on his, and he does impressions of them and shit. Oh God! And he, um, let me find it. Here's him as a. Wow. He's doing this all four of these. Huh? That's Caitlyn Jenner. I need Jenner. some tips on how to finish. I've been at this for two hours. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I need to get some suction on this situation. What now. is happening? <laughs> so weird now. Shut up, checkers. You're distracting me. Just let it happen. I don't know. I don't know if I like this. It's hilarious. I don't think it's funny. Not because I think it's insulting. I just don't think it's that funny. Yeah, turn this up and yeah. therapy. All right, don't let's take this song. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is good. That's pretty good. Uh, everybody should go watch that guy because he's fucking weird. <laughs> he just sits around and makes these weird ass fucking videos. Caitlyn Jenner murdered someone. Gets to walk away from it. Is a murderer? No, that was Bruce. That was before she switched over to Caitlyn officially. So, I mean, can't prosecute person doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And the gold medals for the triathlon or whatever are, are vacant now from the seventies. Yeah, they're not, are they? Well, Bruce Jenner doesn't exist. It's like he got Thanos and just faded away. <laughs> Somebody needs to make that meme. <laughs> Somebody should make that fucking meme, <laughs> like yeah. the Bill Burr thing. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was just brilliant comedy. Are you coming up with that? Somebody already. Fucking made a meme out of it. I mean, I guess if you're a fan of his and you've seen the movie, you're like, okay, this whoever wrote uh, this movie is uh, just a Bill Burr fan. Yeah, <laughs> I like to see Bill Burr doing stand up. He's <laughs> he just has the Infinity Gauntlet on. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't figure I'd be one of them. <laughs> uh, favorite thing. Let's go ahead and get into that. Okay, kind of want to talk about Deadpool as well. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown, brown paper, paper packages, packages tied up with strings. strings. All right, Deadpool two, the Deadpooling, <laughs> electric boogaloo, boog- boog- Deadpool, pool. man, whatever, boogapool, <laughs> poolaloo, <laughs> the fuckening. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Deadpooler. It's uh, pretty funny. Yeah. And pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was good. I, I have to admit, Deadpool 1 was a bit more cohesive. And, it, you know. I just love that there was this whole buildup of X Force and. Oh, and they died. Like, oh, okay. okay. Uh, spoiler alert. We're going to oh, ruin you knew that. We were, you knew we were going to do that. But, I mean. Don't clutch your pearls at me, yeah, sir. How dare you? <laughs> uh, but we're going to ruin De- This isn't a movie that you can ruin, though. It's just like Deadpool 1. It's, it's funny. and A lot of the jokes, uh, I mean, we laughed. We laughed through the whole damn thing. It was really fucking. <laughs> He's shirt cocking it. <laughs> I, really, I was really hoping they'd be, they would say, oh, 
He's doing a Donald Duck right now. <laughs> yeah. He's going Donald Duck. Yeah. Is it Donald? Yeah, Donald Duck. Donald never Disney, wore pants. But, yeah. Well, but neither did Scrooge. It's also Winnie the Pooh. It's, uh, Scrooge never wore pants. I mean, Scrooge, but he wore spats. But in the in the in the end credits, it has a picture of him as with the shirt cock. Yeah, and he, it says he went full Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I just wish they would have made that reference in the movie. That's why I only gave it three and a half stars. Mm, was, I really wanted either a Donald Duck or a Winnie the Pooh riff. There. I mean, that's 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 quite a harrier splitting right there. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have my, I have my criteria. <laughs> That's a baby seal hair you're splitting. I, I don't. I don't even really remember much of the. Uh, oh, the intro is him killing himself, trying to kill himself, but he can't kill himself. Right. <laughs> was I didn't see the shot of the X Men. Was Patrick Stewart sitting there? I don't think so. Okay, damn it. It might have been McAvoy. Okay, but I hope it really was McAvoy. Maybe, but there was the other one. I don't know any of them. I've never seen mm. the X Men. The only one I know of is Wolverine. Yeah, and of course the Professor, but uh. It's one of the best gags in Really the most prominent one You have to see the professor Stuart or McAvoy <laughs> These timelines are so confusing <laughs> But uh What to say about the movie Um Had one of the coolest uh Reveals Fucking juggernaut came Blasted out of the fucking Yeah was- You know who who played him Who Ryan Reynolds Really <laughs> He voiced him Yeah That's really cool uh, let's talk about the other cameos. Um, Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt played the Vanisher. That was fucking amazing. Was hilarious. Everybody's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> <Everybody> goes, ah! <laughs> fucking Brad Pitt. <laughs> the two guys that were walk- they were talking about to wiping their ass. Yeah, they were talking about the perfect way to wipe your ass. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon and Alan Tudyk. No shit. Yeah, I think his name's Alan Tudyk. That's fucking Tudyk? awesome. Tudyk. 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 Who cares? <laughs> You'd know if you saw him. Yeah. Uh, it's not a cameo, but let's just talk about Rob Delaney for a second. Rob Delaney's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how many people this guy's killed, but not as much as Melanoma. <laughs> he's a total dad boner. <laughs> I don't have any powers. I just saw the thing and thought, okay, you're in. <laughs> that guy, he's one of them. Oh shit! That's fucking Steve the Pirate from uh yeah from uh Dodgeball. Yeah, he was he was one. Of he's the actually guys. a really good actor too. Yeah, but uh, is he a Brit? I have no idea. I don't think so. Hmm. Um, I, I'm trying to give a cohesive review. I've only seen it once, so it's hard to do. But uh, there's really nothing to spoil. No. What's her face? The hottest fucking woman. Maybe not the hottest woman in the world, but one of the hottest women in the world. What's her name? Lorraine Bracken or something? His uh, love interest in the movies? I think she's okay. I mean, <laughs> not okay. Not, Shut the fuck no, up. No, not, not. Uh, wait, wait. I, like, I mean, me, if I had my, my choice between her and I don't know, a no, pig, me, I guess I would pick her. I don't know. Let me. <laughs> she's ex- okay. Expound on fuck that. Fuck you. She's better than okay. She's fucking she's gorgeous, phenomenal. But she's not. I don't think she's one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, fine. Just saying. <laughs> we all have our taste. I'm a Selma Hyatt guy. Yeah, she's fine, too. She's yeah. great. She's wonderful. But, I mean, Jesus Christ, this woman's amazing. She is hot, dude. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she's not. You're saying she's not. She's okay? Fuck you. <sighs> I knew that was ill-advised when I fucking said it. 
Anyway, she dies in the movie. Yeah. Gets shot right in the fucking tits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goes down like a bag of sand. <laughs> and that's the last you see of her. Never see her again. The way he killed the guy was pretty good. Hugged him and then walked in front of a fucking truck. <laughs> But um, then he goes on a rampage, wanting to kill himself, and the, um, the his driver, who for some reason stays loyal to him, even though Darpender, he, he never pays him, <laughs> never pays him, and he's always in danger when he's around. Yeah. <laughs> Extreme, not regular danger, not like oh shit, uh, traffic's wild. No, it's, that's twenty two fifty. It's guns. Uh, I I never carry a wallet in my suit. It messes up the lines. How about a nice crisp high five? <laughs> <laughs> It's like I drove you all the fucking way out here. Jesus Christ. Guns firing at me the entire time. <laughs> but uh, I don't know why this kid stays loyal. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have a lot of friends. I mean, Deadpool is a likable guy. He is. Um, and when? how far into the movie is it before he decides to put together X-Force? I'd say it's about... It's, it's near the end of the movie. I mean, when he gets everybody together, it's about 45 yeah. minutes to it. Domino is great. She's fantastic. Yeah. Her power is luck. Turns out to be pretty good. Which, oddly enough, uh, that character Shatterstar, who... That's his power as well. Like, he's from Mojo World, like you said. There's this planet where everything is a giant gladiatorial show and it's put on TV and there's this guy named Mojo who runs the whole thing. It's actually a really cool fucking concept. But he came to our dimension and that's one of his powers is luck. Like, he's got this probability wave that surrounds him and he can't really get hit by shit. And he carries swords, and he, he's a really a cool character. And he just went right ahead. Yeah, and, and they fucking right killed him. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking wind, they're all. <laughs> that was awesome. Too. It was so well, fucking. Well, they foreshadowed funny. the fuck out of it. It was like, there seems to be a lot of wind. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, for some reason, there's a, you don't even pay attention to it, but there's a weather report playing in the background. High winds today. And, <laughs> you know, here's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. <laughs> um, one. I will say this. One thing I didn't like is I did not like the villain kid. I didn't like him. I didn't think he was very good. I, thought, I mean, I thought it was. I fine. thought his lines were corny as fuck. Yeah. I thought you know I'm just like yeah. But he had to get. He had to redeem himself. Yeah. But with the end credit scenes, it's all bullshit. It, it's all for naught because he gets the uh, cables time thing and yeah <laughs> goes back and right. fucking turns everything back to normal, which is I gotta fix precisely what's going to happen in Avengers four. No, something like I, that. I know going what's to going to happen in Avengers Four. So do I. Happens in the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I've, I watched a thing about it. Oh, so you know, Nebula gets it and puts it on and brings everybody back. No, in Infinity Gauntlet, he uh, he kills everybody with the snap of his finger. He gets real sad about it because Death doesn't doesn't really give a fuck. And then, but she's not in it. But she's not in this, right? But in the in the thing that I watched, I, didn't, I haven't read the comics or anything. Mm-hmm. But he kills everybody and he thinks he's cool and and he, he thinks he's going to enjoy it and. And because he's obsessed with death, who I guess is a chick in this. Yeah, it's a personification. Of and uh, she doesn't really care. Mm. <laughs> he's like, oh, and then he kills himself and brings everybody else back somehow. I don't know how, but whatever. But, it's me with every chick that's ever turned me down. Like I do get to extraordinary lengths. Nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. You're like <laughs> you're learning guitar so you can write her a song. Yeah. You, you go back and you, you go and you buy a boom box with a tape player to stand outside of her window and play in your eyes. Yeah, Which he did in this movie, except for with, that the, was good. with an iPhone turned sideways. Yeah. <laughs> um, the musical choices in this movie are hilarious. They are. I mean, I would put it on par with Guardians of the Galaxy, except for their feel-good musical choices. This is like... 
It's a, 80s. A fight scene to what song? <laughs> to uh, I'm All Out of Love. Yes. I think. <laughs> no, that's in the first one. They did something sort of similar, though. I'm All Out of Love is when he blew himself up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember all the songs that were in it. But it was, I thought it was great. I thought that, uh, uh, you know, it was basically a two-hour build-up to two of the funniest jokes I've ever seen in fucking any movie, the, the, with the, where he killed himself in fucking X-Men Origin to Wolverine. <laughs> he just kept emptying the fucking clip. <laughs> Sorry, guy. Hey, no scratchy-scratchy. I just got to take care of this. <laughs> and then, welcome to the big time, kid. He fucking shoots himself. Yeah, he's, he just gets done writing the script for Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> then, bam! <laughs> Shot right in the back. God, that shit was funny. <laughs> <sighs> Solid movie. I liked it. it yeah, funny I'd, shit. I'd give it a. I'd give it an eighty-five. Eighty-five. Yeah, out of a hundred. Well, I mean, if it's a test, you know, eighty-five percent. It's a B. Just B. Just a B. Solid B. As far as far as just like a regular comedy goes, it's as funny as anything I've seen. It's funny as Anchorman. It's. I don't know about just that. him. That's a strong he statement. He gets cut so. in half, and his legs are growing back all weird. You yeah. see his dick, <laughs> and the juxtaposition of Cable and him, who is Cable, is completely humorless. Yeah. Oh man, just without joy. Which I get. I understand because yeah. of his situation. But I got to be honest. I like Brolin better as Thanos. Thanos is just a great character. Yeah, Cable's a good character too. Yeah, he is. You just get tired of seeing Brolin being all handsome. I know. Fuck him. Fuck him. He's, he's like handsome. 60 and he got in amazing shape without taking steroids. Like he, he wanted to make everybody aware that he didn't take steroids. That doesn't mean he didn't take human growth hormone. That's fair. <laughs> or testosterone. TRT. Mm. Prescribed by a doctor. That's fair. Yeah, if, uh, doesn't recent, mean he didn't take those recently, COVID though, vitamins from the 80s. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Remember those vitamins he used to sell? No. There was a whole Hogan brand of vitamins. Vince McMahon and his Ico Pro line. They have steroids in them? Uh, probably. They were anabolic steroids. That's why Neat. I back me as a seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I was jacked as fuck. Walk around slapping <laughs> other kids. But, um, where do we go from there? What's the next one going to be, I wonder? Uh, it'll be... Well, they have to follow the timeline somewhat, so... Let me, let me say this. That strife will probably be the next the scene uh, where he goes like he uh, redeems himself and he goes back to her mm-hmm. in whatever timeline that is or dream world or they're dead or whatever. That was actually very good drama. Like it was very good heart wrenching stuff. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is a really good actor. I mean, he's proved that and he was I don't think he gets enough credit for two guys, a girl at a pizza place. I mean, a notch above. <laughs> Nobody's. Been, I mean, as far as sitcoms go, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. as far as guys playing themselves, in all of his best terrible role. sitcoms that are, have managed to stay on the fucking air, according to Jim. You that fucking kidding bad. me? I mean, that's mostly because of course. Oh, and his hijinks. All oh, two fat guys. Hey. Um, I will watch. I will admit this though. I watched Two Broke Girls strictly so I could watch Cat Denning's tits bounce around every time she walked in the fucking screen. Yeah, I did that. She's hot bit. as fuck. Her voice is so goddamn annoying, but she's still just crazy hot. She's a shitty actress. Yeah, she is a really shitty actress. Well, I mean, maybe in regular movies she's okay, like regular stuff. But sit- sitcoms, no, she's not. Sitcom acting is just like overacting. What are we gonna do with all this paste? Yeah. <laughs> this conveyor belt's coming too quick with these chocolates. I guess we'll have to eat them. <laughs> 
And then they go into a diabetic shock. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a Lucy gag that's been redone so many fucking times. Really, it has. Yeah. Schlemiel Schlemazel. Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> Hello, Levine. Hello, Levine. <laughs> Cotton Hillis. <laughs> <laughs> Levine, get over here. <laughs> fucking cotton. That's one of my favorite things. Just, just <laughs> for him to put out one of the best ones when he was. Uh, I was asking where. I mean, he just. I, th- I threw out a random gif of Cotton Hill, and he said, "Somebody needs to make me toast. Don't care who. Do care sourdough." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem like a sourdough type of guy. No, it's a pretty Jewy. Uh, well, he'd come bread. in. He'd come in, and he just whoever he'd say, coffee. Bacon sports page. <laughs> he married what a, a girl Hank's age, Dee Dee, and she's dumb as a bag of fucking hammers. If you need hammers, Hank. having a bag of hammers is pretty smart. If you need multiple hammers, yeah, I mean hammers last for years. Like, but I don't know why you'd ever need more than one. Maybe a backup in case the handle breaks. I don't know. But if you have yeah. a bag of them, I mean they, they make good paperweights, I suppose. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of hammer? Oh, claw. I'm going to go with claw. I like the sledge. Uses. Well, I mean, if you need a good sledge, a good three-pound sledge, you'll never do you wrong. That's but if fair. you're if you're prying uh, nails out of something, you're going to need that claw. The ball peen is good. The ball peen is pretty good. Yeah. If you need a little bit of accuracy for the, the peen end and then or the ball end. Yeah. And you need a little bit of force for the, the uh, peen end, I suppose. Is it the-, <laughs> <laughs> the peen end. <laughs> But I use uh, I've, I've used about every I've used the the ten pound sledgy I've used a twenty pound sledgy yeah. twenty pound sledgy is no fucking joke that is a that's that that's is a, a job. man's fucking that's hammer work. buddy that is work um, Did they make a fifty don't imagine who's going to yeah. do that no who could use what it? kind of a fucking animal <laughs> like John he'd Henry he'd like, have to be fucking from Asgard. <laughs> I don't want to fuck with the guy that spends his entire day swinging a 50-pound sledgehammer. Just walk by him. <laughs> he only drinks milk. <laughs> he, he dips his beef in his milk. He's got a 50-pound sledge in, in both hands, and he's just beating in railroad pins. God. Yeah. I, I never saw. His like, wife is a moose. <laughs> his wife is a Siberian tiger. Uh, <laughs> he rides her everywhere. <laughs> It's He-Man. It's fucking He-Man. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> um, one, another favorite thing this week is the Twitters, because today, where I've been reading, uh, uh, I started reading the Dragonlance series again. I got through the first three, which are called the Chronicles, and now I'm on the Legends. And they're just, the Legends are just good fucking books. But one of the reasons they're, uh, they appeal to me, that the second series, is that there are two... There are two characters, are twin brothers. One of them's a wizard, and he's like ultra fucking powerful, but he's just really cruel and shitty. And then his brother's this big hulking fucking warrior, but he's also, but he needs to be needed. So his brother walks away from him, becomes this great wizard, and turns to evil. Well, then he becomes a drunk, like a hopeless. His friends come to see him, he's all fat and all this shit, and it's just, he's pathetic. He, he stinks. You know, he basically pisses himself and all kinds of stuff. And he married this woman who was an adventurer from the first series. And she throws his ass out because he has to protect this woman. And she's like, I don't want you to come back here like you are. If you can't come back like you are, don't come back. 
So he has to go back through time. It's a great fucking series, man. But then I was just thinking about all the Dragonland stuff happens on one continent. Continent of Ancelon. Well, then they created this other continent called Talitus, where everything was kind of set on its head. It was really cool ideas, but nobody ever used it. Like, the original writers like Margaret, Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman never, barely even referenced it, you know. So I sent her a tweet today, Margaret Weiss, and said, you know, why don't you guys ever write a story set in Talitus? Why don't you, you know, there's a group, there's a race. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dummy? <laughs> Now that would have been awesome if she had. Go, go outside, talk to girls. <laughs> yeah. Faggot. Yeah. <laughs> That'd been awesome. Are you in your parents' basement right now? You fuck. Um, Pull your thumb out of your ass and put it on a typewriter and do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would have been awesome too. But uh, no, she was actually said. Um, she retweeted it like almost immediately. Like and then she because she's so surprised anybody's talking to her. She's like, oh wow, somebody's read this. Oh bullshit. no, she's she's uh, they're in in the in fantasy they're pretty big names, but um, she retweeted it and she uh, quote tweeted it. And she didn't she respond or something? No, she she just retweeted it and then she replied and said, well that's Chris Chris Pearson's. This guy wrote a Taldis trilogy and they, they were good. I read the first one, never really got to finish them, but I'm gonna read them. And I said, yeah, but, you know, I wanted you to write these original characters and how they would react to this very strange place. And she said, well, uh, Mr. Duke of Discourse, uh, why don't you <laughs> want in one hand and shit in the other? See which one fills up first, friend. Again, also would have been all great responses. I would have taken it like she replied. But then she actually replied again. And she kept on liking everything I was saying, to, and then I thanked her for actually taking some time and speaking to me. I was like, "That's really fucking cool." That's one of the best aspects of Twitter. Then you printed out a picture of her and you did a cum tribute and uploaded it to Pornhub. No, but I should do that. <laughs> should do that. She's like a cum eight. tribute. She'd be so surprised She's if somebody like did a cum, tri- cum, cum tribute to her. Yeah, you know how surprised she would be. Maybe a little bit grossed out. But. <laughs> well, I'm flattered, but <laughs> disgusted. This is, this at is once. real weird. This is real weird. <laughs> Gotta be honest. I like it and don't at the same time. This is a, I need a balance here. Could you have just kind of I don't know. Maybe not a cum tribute. <laughs> Maybe just an erection. I pretty much shut everything down down there. So, <laughs> but um, uh, fuck. My favorite thing is Evil Genius this week. Yeah, you were telling me about that. It is a documentary about. A bank robbery that happened in, I think, 2003. Yeah. That's the one where the guy had the bomb around his neck. Yeah, they strapped a bomb around his neck and, like, a collar that looks it looks like ha- big handcuffs. And they put a bomb on it, and mm-hmm. they scored the inside of it to where it would uh, shoot out shrapnel everywhere, yeah. but they didn't do it good enough. So when it exploded, it went inward and killed the guy that had it strapped to it. And they still don't really know if the guy that had it strapped to it was in on it. Had a strap to him was in on it because he seemed awfully calm. He had a he had a cane that detached and had a, like a, a mini shotgun on it. And you need to watch it. It's only four apps. It's four hours of, it of your time. Um, a bunch of people were in on it. Like this motherfucker dove deep making this uh, documentary. There's a woman, um, Marjorie something or other. She seemed to be the mastermind behind it, but we're not sure. She's. I mean, she got away with murder in the eighties. Mm-hmm. She killed her husband at the time because he. Uh, she said she was defending herself against him. Shot him full of holes. Yeah. And then after she got acquitted, she uh, pretty much admitted that she got away with it and to people around town. Uh, 
she was this like double she, jeopardy. You can't, yeah. you can't go after her now. But she's like a legit genius as mm-hmm. far like she has like four PhDs. Are, <laughs> intelligent people are sometimes the worst. They really are. Ben Shapiro. I'm kidding. I like Ben Shapiro, but <laughs> I don't like a lot of Ben Shapiro. But I like him. I don't like. No, I like him. I don't that's like what I'm a saying. Lot of his ideas. Well, his his just this this absolute fucking towing the line with abortion and like calling all the women who get abortion murderers. Fuck you. That's not your decision, Ben. Go shit in your yarmulke and put it back on your head. <laughs> you fuck. No, I'm kidding. I actually, I, like, again, I like Ben Shapiro, and I actually sent him a tweet when he was. That's another thing about Avengers: Infinity War. He talked a bunch of shit about it. He said I like the movie, but blah, blah, he went down the list, and it wasn't some kind of leftist, you know, that was, I thought it was a leftist thing. He just didn't do that, which he has done with a few movies, he Black Panther, that. notably, you know, and um, and he's not wrong. But fuck you. It's a fucking movie, you know. But with this one, he went, he did like story. But he also said he really liked Black Panther, too. Yeah, he did. I mean, (laughs) he said he liked Infinity War, too. He said, I thought it was very good, entertaining, but this and this and this. And they're just cunty arguments. One of them is, well, we all the know we all we know the sequels are coming out, so you kill these people off, and I know they're dead. Like like, like you thought they were going to stay dead. It's a fucking superhero movie. This is not an episode of Game of Thrones. I mean, this is not, you know. The way I, here's the way I see it. I know that the sequels are coming out. Uh, I know that they're planning more Black Panther. They're planning more all these other ones. But maybe just don't announce them until they bring the other guys back to life. You know? I, I'm saying it's it's like it's I'm like, saying that's a fair assessment. But I'm also saying who gives a shit? I you know, it, I don't. Fuck it. I mean, I don't. I'm going to watch it them anyway. It didn't kill the movie for me. It didn't, I kill, it it. didn't kill it for me either. But, yeah. Um, like, imagine. In the 1980s, if you were watching the Great American Bash and Ric Flair just lost the title to Ricky Steamboat. It's a great then, analogy, by the way. I know. <laughs> and then they're like, tune in next month when world heavyweight champion Ric Flair takes on Terry Funk for the championship, even though Ric Flair just lost the title. I stand corrected. See? It's, Thank you. Like, so, would, so they've already got it planned out that he's, but I thought that this was real. I can no longer suspend my disbelief. And I get that they just want to hype up shit for the next movies, but they, they can be like, there's going to be a movie in the Black Panther universe. Will Black Panther be there? I don't know. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's alive. Well, well, uh, what are you saying that you wanted the announcer at the end of Batman to show up at the end of Infinity War? Yes. <laughs> Half the universe dead. Can Iron Man solve it? <laughs> Join us. No, I, actually, the announcer for uh, fucking uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, <laughs> and he does alternate titles for whatever... Avengers 4 or Avengers no more. <laughs> uh, see, I would have liked that. There's a number of ways they could do it. But I mean, like with Black Panther, they, I've already seen the trailer for uh, uh, Infinity War. Black Panther's in it. Yeah. So I know he's going to survive this movie. And that's fine. Could be another Black Panther. You're right. Could be a sister. Could have been. His sister wasn't that jacked, though. Doesn't matter. Well, the suit doesn't make you jack. The suit just flits around your body. There'd be titties in that suit. Small titties, but titties. And she'd be that that Black Panther would be significantly smaller. And not able to do as much. Be the WNBA Black Panthers, let's just be honest. Very fundamental. Yeah. (laughs) Throwing sidekicks. Can't dunk, but (laughs) good layups. (laughs) Using using the backboard. I mean fundamentals. Bounce passes. Kissing the glass. 
Lots of proper like, chest pass. Chris bounce passes. Chris chest passes. God. Remember when you had to do them perfect at fucking, and you're like, oh, God. Bounce pass. Uh, fucking basketball was the worst. Um, I can, but, I, I mean, honestly, I don't care, but, I mean, it would be cool if they would leave a little bit to the imagination. Are these motherfuckers dead, or are they not dead? I mean, I know that they're coming back. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sitting there thinking about Rocky and Boy calling <laughs> What's the matter, you? That's <laughs> <laughs> where Rocky went to college. I mean, Boyle. Um. Fuck. Uh, but I, I'd like him to leave a little bit to the imagination about who's going to be there, who's not, who's. But uh, they're not going to. They have to make money, right? They have to make millions of dollars. And I just read before this, Deadpool Two was the again. The uh, number one had the biggest opening weekend for any R-rated movie ever. Yeah. It beat Deadpool 1. Yeah. (laughs) So they know what they're doing. They do. Hopefully they keep doing it. Hopefully. uh, The Avengers. But I I have to tell you, though, that. Okay. You know, when you would play a sport and you would have. The guy that are like first string, you know, that group of guys. And then you'd have the guys that weren't necessarily second string. They were good. They were always as good as the first string guys, but they just didn't get the start, you know, but they were an able stand in. That's what I get the feeling with the X-Men universe versus the MCU. So I feel like I'm glad I never got into this bullshit in 1999 when the X-Men started or 98, whatever it was. Like I'm, I'm feel like I'm pretty glad I never watched any of those movies. Well, I mean, I don't. It doesn't matter to me, really. But see, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has not put out a bad movie, not one. The X Men movies have missed a few times. X Men Three, horrendous. It was so fucking bad. Um, X Men Origins, Wolverine's Wolverine, also fucking bad. Uh, but then you have some great ones. Logan, The Wolverine, X-Men 1 and 2, fucking uh, Days of Future Past. Great fucking well, Logan, movie. Logan is just a good movie. Like, I, I came in knowing nothing about anything about the X-Men universe. Right. But it was just a good fucking movie. Yes, it was. Everybody that just likes movies. Yes, it was, it was, it was extremely good. I, I, I bought it immediately when it came out on fucking Amazon. I'm like, yep, purchase. And um, like we said, it's John Wick with mutants and claws. Yeah, speaking of John Wick. John Wick 3 comes out in a year. They dropped a little teaser trailer letting us know. I'm excited. Oh, God. I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, is it going to be so ridiculous that we can't enjoy it? No. If they just... John Wick 2 was so good. <laughs> yeah, they were both so good. Both of them were fucking great. Yeah. I'm not even sure which one's better, but I don't think it matters. They're both so fucking John, good. I like John Wick 1. Well, no. Again, tough call. I mean, because oddly enough, it's odd saying this. They're they're two completely different movies. John Wick one was slightly less superheroish. You know, he was everything wasn't so. It was just a slick shoot 'em up revenge movie. John Wick two, they created their own universe with all this other shit, and was was fucking cool. Like the fact that they're also ultra wealthy and they deal in they deal in gold and all this shit. I'm like. 
this fucking shit's crazy. You know, this shadow, like vampires. Like I said, it's like this. Don't you agree? It's, yeah. it's, uh, it was a very vamp- vampiric type feel to it. I don't even know that it. we saw daylight in that movie. Exactly. See, I, I think that's, I, and I think they were aware of that. They're like, well, the, we're almost like vampires. We're a slick, all good looking, you know what I mean? Like it's, even the, the, the women who work at the, uh, at the switching station, even that, like, there's a 50 year old one who's running the whole thing, and she's, she's like, oh, she's got to be almost 60. She's still hot, and she's tatted up and stuff. It's like, this is just an odd universe, you know? <laughs> yeah, everybody that worked in that switching station sort of looked like they did roller derby, like those roller derby girls. Yeah, or they were, uh, like, like, not reform strippers, but, like classy strippers in a, in a in burlesque. A, yes, like oh yeah, definitely burlesque. And it's like I want to see girls dance almost naked, but I don't want to see their nipples or their, well, or their peepers. <laughs> there is a. I mean, burlesque is an art. Stripping is just getting up and showing your tits and your pussy. I mean, it can be an I've, art. I've too. heard. I, well, of course, but I'm saying that. I've seen some strippers that will change your life. Was our, there's art, and there can be art in anything. There can be art in murder. Ask a fucking serial killer who's put together shit that. Where do I find one to talk to? A serial to, killer? Yeah. I don't know. Go to a CEO. That's a serial killer. I, I could talk to Ed Gein. He's really dead. Ed Kemper. He's the one that's still alive, I think. Boy, he's just. I, I told you about that, uh, that show. Uh, I forget what it's called right now, but it's on Netflix. It's about the. Profiling how they how they came up with profiling mm-hmm. and all that stuff, but they did interviews with Ed Kemper, I and said, then they showed the side by side. I saw a YouTube video of the side by side, and boy, did they nail it! Yeah, he talked about it as though it was art. He, he did. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like like the guy in Seven that Kevin Spacey played. No, I know I'm we can't. I know. I, I knew you were going to no, say that. He is persona non grata. <laughs> Fuck that shit. You know what he did? What he made sexually suggestive comments. To a fourteen or fifteen year old boy thirty years ago, and uh, thirty years later, uh, he uh, the boy that he made those sexually suggestive comments came out and uh, and uh, made a name for himself, and uh, and now he's probably rich. <laughs> Kevin Spacey's a he's an evil man. Yeah, evil. He's still great in LA Confidential. So one of the best actors to ever walk the face of the earth. Absolutely. Even though one of the first things I saw him in was a bit player, basically a bit player on Working Girl. Really? Yes. He played a... It's Melanie Griffith, of course. It's a piece of shit movie. She's a real smoke show back then, though. Yeah. I'd eat the shit out of her ass. Yeah, she was hot. I mean, I wouldn't eat the shit out of her ass, but I'd eat her ass. Yeah, you would. (laughs) Eat the shit out of her ass. Anyway. I'd fuck her butt. (laughs) Okay, uh... (laughs) You know what? I'm a, if I get around to it, I'll fuck a pussy too if she wants me to. I mean, yeah. I mean, if that she wants me to. I mean, she'd have her druthers, you know. I love that saying. <laughs> if I had my druthers. If I had my druthers, I'd butt fuck both your brothers. But anyway, uh, working girl, she plays a, a secretary and they send her out and basically to meet this this guy who's just scored this big deal. And God, I know it's coming. And uh, he's doing coke and drinking champagne, basically being Kevin Spacey from that point. I think so. Look, keep talking. 
Well, I'm just, and uh, from then on, Seven was was the role that made him famous. That was um, well, he, well. I mean, he was he was famous before, but that's the, the the one that really set him like put him apart. What's the fucking movie? Uh, Coffee's for closers. Uh, like Gary Glenn Ross. Yeah, he was in that. He's yeah. fucking phenomenal. Everybody in that was good. Though. But that's a in, that's an indie. Fuck, I'm just imagining serious country musicians playing this and singing the high harmony with <laughs> and just loving every minute. <laughs> Because <laughs> the guy that produced this, he produces Isbell, Sturgill. Um, who's the other guy? Whiskey, Tennessee. Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Oh, he produces all their albums. <laughs> Fuck. I love Wheeler Walker Jr. I'll, I'll take a bullet for him any day. Wheeler Walker. Wheeler. Um, what else, Kevin? Uh, I thought he was Lester Burnham in American Beauty. It's a great movie. Best movies ever. It's really good. One of my favorites. I mean, uh, K-Pax. I never saw K-Pax. It's terrible. Isn't it? It's fine. I don't know. He had a string there for a He's while. He's an alien. Yeah. Like, they just wanted him for everything, and he couldn't say no. All right. He knew eventually that thing was going to come out about him trying to fuck a kid. You think? Probably. <laughs> I don't think he did. I think he was. I mean, who would think that that would come back? And who would? I don't know. I mean, it was a 14 or 15-year-old kid. But All right. Everything I know about gay people that I've learned from gay people, they sort of get started early mm. with like 15 or 16 year olds. They get started with 25 year olds sometimes and it's, they don't really care. I don't think that's just gay kids. I think that's all. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I think that's an unfair pigeonholing. I think that I think that all kids start pretty early. You know, I mean, I, think I mean, I'm, fairly I'm talking about with older dudes. Uh, maybe because there's a. Uh, there's the societal thing that makes you feel bad about it, so you want to talk to somebody that's older, you know. That probably is, it. yeah. And then they end up fucking. <laughs> but I don't know. Pedophilia is bad, just so everybody knows. I'm not one of those. I mean, I'm glad you put that disclaimer. Yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. That's my stand. I'm anti-pedophilia. Vote for I mean, me in I, November. <laughs> I'll do I, it. I'm firmly anti. I'm very anti. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this dope, that fucking dope. The shit he's done. Which dope? Fucking Trump. I have no idea what he's done. Well, he's he's gone on Fill this. Me tr- in. He, he's he's really starting to sweat this Mueller thing. He is. But the thing I did you watch the thing I sent you about Bill Maher said? No. It's only about it, and he's absolutely right. It's one of the the best. Uh. He's best when he's not being snarky. He's being serious and he's angry. He's being smarmy. No, when he's being mad, when he's actually pissed. Um, I don't know that he's actually ever mad, though. I think in this one he really is because he's watching, uh, he as we all are in real time, <laughs> the destruction of uh, the destruction of our of our country. I mean, Donald Trump is destroying our country. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He, he really he is. is. I mean, I think. It's not good, but I think uh, it'll be better later. We needed this guy. Not that we needed him. We needed somebody to fuck everything up. 
so we can start over. Hopefully, the whole thing collapses and we can just. Yeah, no one is above the law. Okay. Let conservatives get weepy-eyed about this magic, infallible constitution that Jesus personally delivered to the Capitol. (laughs) It's incumbent on the rest of us to remain clear-eyed about its flaws. And when you don't have to follow the orders of law enforcement, as Trump clearly doesn't, you are above the law. I am above the law. I am... (laughs) Okay, he gets at the end. Do that. He always does that. Oh. It's not in court. They're partisan now too. Welcome to jump around, Bush versus Gore. No, it's a five-minute clip. I can't just play it. So. And he still says no. What are we doing about the Call fact there's no consequences for what he's doing? <laughs> you can tell he's really mad. I like, am yeah. the dog, the big. That's dog. when the same experts will be saying a president has never defied the Supreme Court. Stop telling me he'll never do that. He always does that. (laughs) It's not normal is not an argument that works on Donald Trump. That's the kind of dare that makes him hard. (laughs) It's like a penis pump that runs on coal. Yeah! Speaking of coal, my name's John Blankenship. I don't like this guy, If the Supreme Court rules against him, he'll attack them. Just like he did the FBI and the Justice Department. The Supreme Court will be the new deep state enemy. And their rulings will be fake news. <laughs> this year, when President Xi of China Here's made himself president point. for life, Trump said, president for life. I think it's great. Maybe we'll have to give that a shot someday. <laughs> a month later, he suggested he should have four terms like FDR. People say he's joking about this stuff. But when has Trump ever well, told not. a joke? No, he hasn't. His idea of a funny gag is making Mike Pence kiss his ass in public. It's Maybe like the Vince reason McMahon. he keeps saying he wants to be president for life is because he wants to be president for life. That's the thing. He he really he's dangerous because he is and this is Obama's fault. This is Obama's fault. Not because he taunted him at the not fucking because thing. Because he's a Muslim. No, no, okay. No. <laughs> Joking because is, he was he was born in Zambia <laughs> or whatever, yeah. or Wakanda, whatever. We got a problem in this country. And there was a man who was born in Wakanda, and he came over here, and he's a Muslim, and he he duped everybody into vetting for him. There's still people. I, I got into a discussion with somebody, that, and and he actually believed that he. I believe he was a Muslim sent to take us down. I was just like, you're a fucking idiot. Well, you're giving the Muslims way too much credit. Buddy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Hey, I, I said he is. Huh? I said, well, he didn't do a very good job. Country's still standing. He still he like drinks beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his wife smokes whatever she wants. Like <laughs> eats bacon. Yeah, I mean, and his his daughters are anyway. But the thing about it is, um, it is Obama's fault because he did expand the powers of the president so much. Sure did. So now we have to deal with the fact that we just followed up a guy who I know everybody you know is you know I don't. In our discussions and stuff, I understand he wasn't great, but we now have a guy who is infinitely worse than any other president, and he followed right on the heels of a guy who expanded the powers of the president. This is something extremely fucking dangerous. Everybody with two uh, brain cells rubbed together was saying he's really expanding the powers of the president, even though even if he doesn't abuse them. Somebody will. Somebody eventually will. Everybody's like, oh, shush, get out of here. Well, that, that happens, but here's the thing. That happens in every... It happened in Rome, right? Like... Rome, Georgia. Rome, Wisconsin. 
Jim Rome. Jim Rome. It happened inside Jim Rome. Yeah. Hot take there, Chucky. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. God, when he when he got knocked down by fucking who Chris was ever Chris. Yeah, yeah. Chris, boom, jumped up and pushed him down. He acted like he's going to do something. Fuck you, you little scrawny fuck. But um, in Rome, words. okay, in Rome, there was a point, and there's a misconception that Julius Caesar was the first emperor. He was not. He was actually what's called an imperator. The imperator is somebody who had, wields the powers of of the nation, of the nation of Rome, but he's sp- supposed to return them. And he, well, there's a ceremony that used to happen at the end of every triumph. A triumph is when you defeated the enemies, come back and you paraded them, and going into the city of Rome, they're you know throwing your laurels and stuff, literally laurels at you. Of, of that's where we get that. They rest throw on any your laurels, yannies? huh? They throw any yannies? <laughs> they threw some hardies. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, are, I don't are, think you got my reference. What is this laurel and yanny thing? I don't know what the fuck this is. Well, it's a it's a sound clip that certain people hear laurel. And certain people hear Yanny. Okay. And it turns out the person that made the sound clip actually said Laurel. That's what I heard the first time. Mm-hmm. Then I heard it through my TV screen. Whatever. Because somebody was talking about it on a video I was watching. I was outside grilling and I heard Yanny. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what you hear it from and how you hear it. That's really cool. If okay. they take the bottom end out of it, I think it's you can hear Laurel. And if they, if they take the top end out of it, you hear Yanny or something like that. Mm. Like the bass and the treble. That's kind of interesting. Cool. Yeah. But anyway. But, okay. But the thing about it was they used to come back and they would hand the uh, laurel of the grass crowns, what it's called. And they would hand it to the conquering hero, whatever. And then he was supposed to refuse it and then put it on and then the people tell him to take it off and then he asked him should i put it back on and in short it was a thing for them to say we love you but you cannot be emperor because we don't have emperors we don't have kings in rome we are a republic is basically what it's supposed to be julius caesar as much as he was beloved and he was really i heard laurel it's laurel it's Laurel. I'm hearing Yanny right now. But me I can deflect and divert to Yanny if you need me to. It's clearly Yanny. Yanny. Definitely Yanny. Yanny's a winner. Laurel's a loser. Sarah, it's been reported that you hear Laurel. How do you respond? Clearly you're getting your information from CNN because that's fake bitch. news. Uh, all I hear is Yanny. Oh, oh man, she knows it's Laurel. What a piece of shit she is. Laurel. It's, it's Laurel, America. Definitely hashtag Laurel. Who's Yanny? I hear Kofefi. Ah, he made a joke. The president made a joke. Everything's fine now. Let's he's go a, back he's to- a great guy. Yeah, I love him. Oh, man. We were worried about nothing. <laughs> anyway. Ah, but finally, riddle. there was... <laughs> ah, pickle shoes. There was a... And Julius Caesar actually took it upon himself because he was so, he had conquered so many people and he was so beloved and brought so much to Rome that he thought he deserved the crown. So he put it on, thinking to keep it there, and he got booed. They turned on him on a dime. Uh, they said, "No, uh-uh, we don't do that." Trying to put himself over, exactly. And they weren't having it. As they don't much like as, it. But the once cr- he took it back off, though, you. they started cheering him again. They still loved him. But that's when the senators, oddly enough, this oh this thing right here that we're going through is like is, a, is such a Roman thing. With with Trump, right? Uh, 
It is a Roman problem. You could you could set this and take this back and 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 create a Roman tragedy out of it. But that's why they stabbed Julius Caesar, not because they just wanted him to die. Brutus, because, yeah, Brutus and the and the conspirators, Brutus, Brutus, Cassius, you know, all these others, and they be killed- a Baracus. <laughs> You know, they had to knock him out to get him over to Rome. They had to <laughs> knock him out and fly him over. <laughs> How'd I get here? <laughs> Murdocker! <laughs> um, but then, uh, because he was, he, he was going to, he was taking the, the Republic into being an empire. And they couldn't have that. So finally, though, there came a point where he had opened the door. And the Romans thought about it and they said, yeah, why, would, why shouldn't we have an emperor? So that's when you had the struggle for power between Mark Antony and uh, Octavian, who became uh, who became uh, the first Roman emperor, who is Gaius Reginald Vell Johnson. <laughs> God, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Escort Jester is Urkel. Oh, big Did guy. I do that. <laughs> um, Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was uh, I can't fuck I can't remember them. That's terrible I can't remember that I majored in uh, That's one of my majors In college was uh, You majored in Remembering I know. <laughs> Anyway uh, Maybe uh, Octavian became The first Roman emperor And and there was this Big power struggle And Then they had an emperor And finally Marcus Aurelius Was wanting to Return the powers Of the empire To the republic To the senators and that's, you know, he said, well, we can't operate as an empire because that's too much power in the hands of one man. He was actually an extremely brilliant man. He, he's just like, we can't have this. You can't do this. This is not a way that things should go. <laughs> it's good. Um, take the power back. Augustus is who I was trying to think of. Augustus Caesar. And the crazy thing about it is, is that you'd think... That a people like the Romans That it would take Maybe a little bit of time Before the emperor Started acting crazy No It took one The next one Was a fucking nutbag And the third one Was even worse than him The second Roman emperor Was Tiberius Tiberius was a Notorious pedophile Notorious? Yes I mean he was He was And then you had Caligula We all know about Caligula Seen the movie Jerked off to it Really? Yeah I was a kid Oh, okay. Any sort of nudity. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Malcolm McDowell is Caligula. Yeah. God, that movie. I mean, that wasn't really spanking was off the fucking him. disturbing, dude. It was disturbing really, as shit. Wasn't really shooting loads to Malcolm McDowell. But then you had a point where. How, well, wait, hold on. How dare you judge me for jerking off to Caligula? I'm not judging you. you. I give a fuck. You said really? Fuck you. Well, I'm thinking the more. I'm more than more. You know about, what I'm into lately? What? Girls eating other girls' assholes. Okay. It's fucking great. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> God, it's quite an understatement. You're not supposed to do that, but hey, I'm into it. And, uh, the the fake incest stuff is pretty good too. Um, I mean, it's not real. They're not real. I understand, but it's to spend your disbelief. That's Jesus fair. Christ! You think the Undertaker can summon fucking? That's what I said to Ben Shapiro. <laughs> um. But that's what happens. Like there is a there is an accepted, and this is actually proven to be true way that that uh, nations go. They start as a tyranny, 
where there's one strong ruler who who overrides everybody, and he said, this is why it's going to go. Then there's a law code brought forth, and they said, well, this is going to be a nation of laws. Still one ruler, but a nation of laws. And honestly, it's all sort of tyranny, right? Yeah, because even as John put it best, even right now, it's still yeah, sort if you of don't do what they tell you to do, they enforce the logical. It, they enforce it through violence because they have the monopoly on legal violence. Exactly. So, I mean, yes, um, but then Compulse, everything's compulsory. But what what could happen with the United States is going to go one of two ways. It will go the way of some of these smaller nation states. Uh, you know what I want for a total collapse. I want a coup d'etat. By who? I mean, who's... Us. Oh, the people? The Pillow Fort Radiac. <laughs> I'd like to see us show up with, like, our five viewers. Show hey! <laughs> show up blasting fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a We're callback. We're coming to the Capitol, baby. <laughs> there's a classic callback. We're coming to the Capitol. <laughs> We're marching on Washington. Can we all say Washington? <laughs> yeah. JMO's with us. It's Terry Dale Walsh Basin. Yeah. And he just never stops going. <laughs> I'm fired up! <laughs> and t- Wildfire Tommy Rich. Somebody say something about fired up. He's actually a really good wrestler. He's a great wrestler. Yeah. One of the greatest just dudes. undersized. Yeah. Normal sized for us. And we march on Washington. We just kill fucking everybody. We have ourselves a coup d'etat. And uh, I just like the name coup d'etat. Is it is that better than a coup? There's just this coup just sort of short for it's coup d'etat. Coup, coup d'etat. A coup is just short for that. Coup d'etat. It just sounds great. Well, I mean, there's a theory that uh, when Kennedy was killed, that, that was a coup. Well, yeah, everybody, a lot of people think LBJ had something to do with it. George people, w. Bush, George Bush, George yeah. Bush, yeah. probably. If if it's if it's a conspiracy, I can pretty much guarantee the head of the CIA had something to do with it. Right. I mean, that's why Trump's calls about the FBI are not. Oh, he's warning everybody. These motherfuckers are trying to kill me. He's he's doing everything he can to keep from just saying they're trying to kill me. They're trying to kill me. No. I'll just quit if they let me. Oh, do you really want them to get killed? No. I kind of do. I don't want him to get killed. Here, it, I want him to stroke out while he's getting his face pissed on by a Russian prostitute. <laughs> and that's the one that got us fucking investigated. I don't want him. I mean, I don't. If they're going to kill one, I want him to kill everybody in in the line of succession. Well, I mean, I, that's the thing. I I can say I want somebody dead, but I, don't get me wrong. There is that animal satisfaction in the thing like just to see somebody who's such a piece of shit and who's gotten away with being an abject sniveling coward his whole fucking life and has fucked the system in every conceivable way and then he gets to be president and you're just like fuck him how the fuck does this happen in this country where we're supposed to have people who rule who lead us to be well rule us fuck it that's what it is you know but at least they're supposed to be people of character and all this stuff and at least fucking take a stab at it you know and he's just a piece of dog shit and then you've got people beneath him with that you've got pence with that fucking grandfatherly crinkle-eyed fucking smile watching him every awful thing he does and looking at him like he's his his grandkid gave him a fucking finger painting and then you've got that lump of shit paul ryan standing back there and with that with that wistful smile on his face like this is so good fuck him fuck all of them but i don't want him dead you know, I just, I would like to, 
I would like. Here's what I would actually like. There is a clip of a ambassador to one of the Nordic countries who was asked a question, and over there, you have to answer the fucking question. You don't get to leave the room without asking the question, because the people control the office, not the other way around. And he sits there. Fuck yeah. And he, and he sits there and they call him on something he'd said the day before that was just a lie. I mean, and they said, well, what about this? And and he tried to say, well, that's all. And he said, no, that's not. He, they, and they literally said, this is not America. We don't do that. You're going to answer this question. And he stood there and didn't know what to do. It was beautiful. And another woman, press agent, press secretary, tried to come in and say, oh, that's it. No, there, there are questions, and he's going to answer this. And Where they kept this? on answering the question. Um, I was too busy vibing the Neil Young, my Uncle oh, Neil. Fuck yeah. Um, I, it's one of those... Yeah, everybody keeps trying to use this Denmark song or, as like a pro-America, like, yeah, Donald Trump's trying to use it as rallies and shit. Everybody's like, have you listened to this song? Well, it's like Little Pink Houses. They wanted to, they wanted to use Little Pink Houses. And that's, not a, that's not you a ever, pro-America you song. You ever read the lyrics yeah, of Born in the USA? <laughs> yeah. Lordy, lordy. It's a, definitely an indictment of America. It's not, you know. Yeah, it's the indictment of the Vietnam War. Yes. So is this. This is an indictment of everything George Bush, pretty yes. much. And Reagan. God damn, what a... It is a great song. Great song. But anyway, uh, all those people, and to see them be so disgusting in their abject contempt for what we really are supposed to be. And you've got the leader up there. I mean, he's a disgusting human being. If I was in a room with him, I don't know if I, I'd get killed because I really don't know if I could keep from just beating the shit out of the guy. Being like, I just hate you. I hate you so bad that I'm just going to have to beat the dog shit out of you. Why don't you guys just fuck already? I know. <laughs> got a real Sam and Diane sit here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that on fucking uh, The Simpsons where Moe started frame it, flaming Moe's yeah. and he hired a, a Shelly Long-esque waitress. Like, uh, I need your, your measurements and your turn-ons. It's like, well, what else do I get with it? Minimum wage plus tips plus an exotic trip to Club Mo. I prefer to take my vacation someplace hot. Everyone's like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, what else? What else you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about how like the, the new season, The 13 Reasons Why the Suicide Rape Show, <laughs> essentially, came out. And uh, I'm noticing more and more they're still using 40-year-old people to place high school sophomores. Are they really? I mean, probably not. They're probably in their 20s. Well, no, it's like... But, like, they have tattoos. Some of them have tattoos all the fuck over them. And, like, you're supposed to be a sophomore. Right. Who's parents? And you're, like, well, like a well-put-together kid at, like, your character. Like, whose parents are letting them do that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's like on Beverly Hills 90210. You had uh, some of them were close, you know. Yeah, Jason Priestley, who was young, and but then you had Gar- Gabriel Carteris, who was thirty. Like Gabri- <laughs> Luke, what's his name? Luke Perry, he yeah, fifty, yeah. easily fifty. He was also on The Simpsons. He was. <laughs> <laughs> he still looks great. Dude. He was. He was a uh, Krusty the Clown's half brother. 
Uh, yeah, that show's pretty fucked up, though. Um, I don't really have any. I've only seen a couple episodes of the new season, but uh, what are, they put like trigger warnings and shit at the beginning of it this time, which I guess yeah. is smart. I guess I'm not anti-trigger warning. I guess I mean, it's well, no, I I mean, set through five seconds or something. I'm personally not going to put trigger warnings on on something that I joke about or right. or these things. Rape, rape, rape. <laughs> talk about rape today. Yeah. Trigger warning. Eating butt. Talk about uh, girls eating ass. <laughs> uh, whatever. But I mean, I'm fine with it if it uh, if some kid is going to watch it and it says watch it with your parents if you need to. Like I don't know if you want to show with your parents, but. Maybe talk about what happened on the show with your parents. Well, I, I you're talking about favorite shows. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, but it's definitely interesting. Well, I just recently uh, I sent you a message about this. Amazon has got the 1981 Gar- uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by the BBC. So. Admittedly, is it a show or a movie? It's a show. Oh, word! And admittedly, the BBC not the strongest when it comes to production values. Still not. No, exactly. But I, but I think they do that kind of on purpose. Yeah, they're like, well, this is who we are, and this is part of our charm. So everything looks like it could be uh, what the uh, guys from Mystery Science Theater are watching. Absolutely, but. You watch that, and I and I liked the movie with Sam Rockwell. Don't get me wrong; it was good. I I thought it was. I never saw it. It but was it was got Sam Rockwell, so I should probably see it. Yeah, he plays the main character, Zaffa Beetlebrox. I, I don't know if you guys is, know this, but big Sam Rockwell mark over here. Yeah, you'd love that. He's he de- he all yeah, remember the character he played in Gentleman Broncos Bronco. Yeah, it's almost like a pleasant version of that character. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Zaphod Beetlebrox is his name is, and uh, but. This one is very British. It follows uh, who wrote uh, Douglas C. Adams. Douglas Adams wrote that, and it is the most pithy British thing. Even the writing is British. It's fucking hilarious because everything is like the beginning part. There's a guy named Arthur Dent, and he's laying in front of a a, a bulldozer because they're going to. Knock his house down. What the fuck? Why are they going to knock well, it down? Well, uh, but they're, we're, we're putting in an overpass. He's just like, well, nobody told me about this overpass. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, well, didn't you go down to your local office? We sent you a message. He said, no, you didn't send it. He said, it was never sent out. I found it. And then he said, then I had to go to the basement of the planning office. And it was <laughs> with, a, with a non-working toilet and a sign on the door that said, beware of the leopard. <laughs> so, yeah. And then it was, you know. But then that's funny, you know, because and because the guy's like, well, yeah, we did do that. You know, so they're going to knock his house down. But then he's got this friend named Ford Prefect who is named after a car. And you find out he's named after a car because he's an alien. He's a he's he is a a field agent for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, this giant encyclopedia about everything in the galaxy. And (laughs) briefly after this, he's Ford comes running up to him and he said, uh, he's like, we need to go down to the pub right now. He's like, we've got about 12 minutes. 12 minutes to what? He's like, I'll tell you when we get to the pub. So he gets it. He convinces him to go down to the pub. He buys six beers, 
and for each of them. And then when the guy says, you know, he tells him to keep the change. It's a lot of money. And he said, well, you've got about 10 minutes to spend that. <laughs> He's like, to what? To the end of the world. And he just keeps talking. And then these fleet called the Vogods show up at Earth and they are broadcasting over every radio and stuff. It's actually pretty forward thinking science fiction. It's got a lot of stuff that was like any kind of weird disaster movie, like or whatever you want to call it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever the enemy is takes controls of the airwaves. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that it's re- it's actually a really modern concept. And they said, uh, "Well, we're from the uh, Planetary Destruction Office. We have to put a uh, <laughs> we have to put a, like a, basically they're saying they have to put an overpass in this part of the universe." And they said, "Well, we didn't know." Everybody screamed out. He said, "The plans have been in Alpha Centauri for the past fifty years. You could have gone down there any time." Basically saying the same shit that they just said to Arthur Dent about his house. So, and then they destroy the Earth. And they get picked up by the Vogon fleet. And it's just this whole thing. It's so fucking brilliant. I, the, but the entry about the Earth, Arthur Dent is expecting like this thing to be written about Earth. He's like, well, find the, he's like, find the, the entry for Earth. And he's like, well, here it is. Harmless. <laughs> he's like, that's it? It's like, and Ford is like, well, that's the old version. Let me update it here. He said, well, there it is. Mostly harmless. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got all this mind-bending science fiction stuff. Like there's this this race that was engaged in this giant civil war. And it's all told through animation. Like these different little snippets. And How about the movie or the BBC show now? Both. Because the movie did that too. Word. But I don't think nearly as funny. I mean, I laughed really hard at the Hitchhiker's got the show. I laughed at the movie, too, because it was a good movie. But it had the big budget special effects and I think leaned on a little bit too much. It didn't lean on the comedy enough. And <laughs> turns out that uh, this fleet of aliens find out that the Earth was responsible for whatever happened to them. So they go to attack Earth. And then it said, and they, and it said, and they finally got to Earth, but then they were accidentally swallowed when a dog hiccuped and sucked them all in. And, and, and you know, so it showed the scale of different things in the universe and how everything is just really. It's good. It's so good. And I think that everybody, I think you should give it a shot. And that's one of my favorite things because it's got a very Doctor Who vibe and it's got, you know, it's just good. So. Right on. I might give it a shot here later. Yeah, it's on my Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. Right on. Right on. You know what else is on there? Logan Lucky. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that one out. You should give that a shot. It's yeah. pretty fucking good. I like everybody in that. It's a heist movie set in, West set, in uh, set in Boone County, isn't it? Boone or Logan. They sort of run together to me, yeah. or Lincoln even. Yeah, but it's uh, it's pretty good. I think I gave a review of it last time. And I heard the uh, they actually got the West Virginia accents pretty close. They did. Yeah, they did. They, they got just, the way everybody dresses pretty good. It's pretty pretty fun. Everybody's wearing flying V shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You think we've uh, done enough damage for now? I think we have. Right on. What do you want to go out on? Um. Oh wow! Here's a Dantic song. This is a summer song, but I know you hate him. Let's try this. I like this song quite a bit. I hope it doesn't have a bunch of bullshit at the beginning. Probably does. Quite a bit of bullshit at the beginning. Let's go. So much bullshit at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs>
There we go. All right, thanks for listening, you bunch of queefs. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye.